0: This,
1: this, 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 this is mythical.
0: Welcome to Air Biscuits, I'm Link. And I'm Rhett, it's time for another conversation with somebody interesting from the internet. And this week, the person that's joining us at the round table of din- dim lighting is Dane Bodigheimer, known to fans. lighting. <laughs> known to fans as Dane Bo, known to us as Dane. He's the creator of probably the largest or most successful crossover series mm-hmm. of all time, moving from the internet to TV. You may have heard of it. It's called The Annoying Orange. That's right. It, it's an orange with
1: a mouth superimposed on it. Well, Dane's mouth superimposed on it. Right. As well as Dane's eyes superimposed on it. I, I think technically it's one of his eyes superimposed twice. It's the same eye. Yeah. Doubled. Which may be part of the key to the success, along with well, all the other factors, which we talked to uh, Dane about. It premiered as a one-off video in October 2009 and now has over 152 million views. I'm talking about just that first episode of The Annoying Orange. Here's a clip.
2: Hey, Apple. What? You look fruity. (laughs) Yeah, that, that was hilarious. Hey, hey, Apple. What? Can you do 10 push-ups in 10 seconds? <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't even have arms. How am I gonna do one push-up? Hey! What? Hey Apple! What? Can you do this? <coughs> no! <coughs> Try it! No, <coughs> <stop> <coughs> it!
0: Okay, with that initial success of that video, Dane got the bright idea to start a channel that was wholly devoted to the Annoying Orange. It's called Real Annoying Orange, that was a good decision, because that channel has since racked up two billion that's billion with the B. that's like a th- almost a third of the world's population views In a 2012, Cartoon Network picked up the series
1: and adapted it for television with Dane still running the uh, behind-the-scenes production operation, the High Fructose Adventures of Annoying Orange.
2: He's orange!
1: Orange.
0: Orange. 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 <laughs> Since then, that television show has had two seasons, 60 episodes, but Dane hasn't stopped on the internet. He's still cranking out weekly episodes uh, of The Annoying Orange. And, and also making videos on his own channel. Yeah, he's Dane-bo. still got two, at least two active YouTube channels with a lot of content. We
1: had a great conversation with Dane. He's got a lot of interesting life experiences that he shared with us, one of which
0: was how to deal with inappropriate pictures while working at a one-hour photo lab. It's touch and go with that. (laughs) Um, Also, how he worked in the middle of nowhere, North Dakota, where he grew up, and then his move to Bakersfield, California, where he found meth heads rolling around in his front lawn. Quite a shock. It's never happened to me, no, I'm, but I'm glad it
1: happened to him, so he could tell us about it, and obviously, we talked about the many creative iterations that eventually led to creating the internet and TV phenomenon that is the annoying orange. So here it is: our ear biscuit with Dane
2: I, I watched that uh, the video you did where you listen to yourself on delay. <laughs> And I it's tried it. Oh it's my God.
0: Yes. Do you fall victim to it? Oh yeah. Because there are some people who don't. Really? You know, we, on the mythical show, we uh, have the, fine, uh, the brothers. fine brothers were on there and neither one of them are Shut susceptible up. to it. Like, they, it, they had no problem at all. Whereas, we get on there, and it's
1: just... <laughs> <laughs> yep,
2: that's totally what it is. <laughs> so you try this in, like, your spare time? Well, what happens is we do, uh, every Monday morning, we have a Google Hangout with uh, my whole crew, because some of the guys work remotely. And... <laughs> For whatever reason, you know, sometimes... Like video hangout. Yeah, video hangout. But for whatever reason, there's, you know, feedback. Yeah. And then you're talking and you can hear yourself talking. And then pretty soon you're like, I can't hear what... Okay, now I can talk, you know. Yeah, (laughs) take the the headphones headphones off. off. Yep. (laughs) So... Yeah, I mean, there's...
1: I don't know what it says about the Fine Brothers, but there's something about the... you just letting go. And just talking and no that just sound like a complete
2: <laughs> idiot. Yeah, I'm the I'm the worst when it comes to that. So yeah.
1: <laughs> now, going to your studio, mm-hmm. and, um, was I, I think I said this when we were there and we were doing our guest spot for the Annoying Orange. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a dream come true. It was like like well, or like a field trip. Like you you watch this show. And and you can, your friends are getting to go on the field trip. When do I get to go on the what? field trip? And it's like, <laughs> and what is it going to be like when I get there? Are there going to be <laughs> paddle boats? Yeah, and the best field trip we went on in uh, grade school was to and Park, and there were paddle boats. And, and that
0: was the only disappointment I got to say that you didn't have no paddle, boat, paddle boats. Paddle boats. Yeah, that,
2: that's next on know. the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it
1: was it was a very cool experience being guest on Annoying Orange, especially because we got to be rappers.
2: Yeah. Yep. You get to be uh, the wrapping fries, Chris. Yeah. Chris cut and cut, cut Chris. Chris. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, and you know, uh, I I had made assumptions about how the process would work or whatever. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I had not thought of was how still our heads had to be. Right. Yeah.
1: So you sit us down in, in the stool. You sit yep. right down in the stool first. I'm like, let Rhett go first because if this is going to hurt, I want to know.
2: <laughs> I didn't know. Yep. You can see how it goes.
1: So you sit down in the stool and. I think you told him to put his head back. If you want to put your head back, you can, but it was basically, I saw you set up the camera, just film his mouth. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you've got this down to a science.
0: Right. By this point, I mean. It's it's been been five years. Five years. Has this this staying, because the first thing that happened was I sat down and I I wanted to move my mouth to express myself, especially when you Move your whole head. yeah, 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 move your whole head when you're adopting a character. Has this affected the way that you communicate in life. Do you find yourself, like, keeping your head still now? Like, not when you're not consciously. To
2: your... I bet you... I have to wonder, actually. I mean, if somebody, you know, uh, if they did a study of me, like, you know, starting five years ago to now, because I, I can't I had, tell. I had motion study. You did?
1: What? No, I'm just saying, if they did, oh, it would okay. be a head motion study, and you could be <laughs> able to track now your head moves i can tell your head's not moving
2: that much when you're talking you 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 might be right actually (laughs) well i was gonna
0: say that i I, I think his head is moving a normal normal it is i I was i think that normal head movement while talking
2: right it's 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 kind of funny because you learn how to keep your head extremely still and emote as much as possible but still move the rest of your body like using your hand to gesture Hmm. things like that when you're you know saying something angry, like, I hate this very much, but you can keep your whole body very still. What, what character was that? Uh, that was my dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> that was my father. No, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. So, you know, I feel like it was a success. I haven't seen our Chris cut Crisscross guest yet. It hasn't come out yet as of this taping. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a grand experience. Oh, yeah. And you said five years of getting this thing down to a science... I want to thank you for the experience. It was it was like paddle boating. Paddle boating.
2: Yeah. Well, you, you guys were naturals. You know, like there's a lot of people, and and no disrespect to anyone that comes in and sits down because it's a little, I don't know. It it's it's hard to sit down in a a chair, and then you've got these lights shining at you. They're like two feet away, and you've got a giant camera in your face, and somebody's saying, you know, keep your head completely still, don't move at all. Right. But be excited and say your you know say your lines with a lot of emotion. It's, it's hard to do it all, uh, and a lot of people get, come in and get a little freaked out, and so they're very kind of timid, and they don't you know, really get into the character, mm. but you, you guys came in, sat down, and rocked it out, so <laughs> it was fun. Now,
1: you've had some high-profile guests on that thing. I mean, from mm-hmm. the start, it was—you've always incorporated YouTubers— but you've
2: had some some mainstream celebrities in there too over time, right? So b- back in the day, I got a cold call email, and uh, this company wanted uh, James Con to be on the show to help promote whatever they were trying to promote, and uh, so I got to go to his house and meet him, and it was just me with a camera, sat down, filmed him. You're like, I'm just gonna. He knew you're just gonna film my mouth. Right. Yep. I mean, he kind of knew. I mean, he, he kind of knew what was going on, but at the same time, really didn't. It was a lot of fun, actually. He was a really, you know, gregarious uh, gregarious guy. He just told a lot of really weird stories, and he would go off on tangents in the middle of a line. It was, you know, he really... really? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Could he keep his head still? Yeah, he actually did a really good job. He was a good head stiller. Yes. And yeah. what, what part did he play? He played Jalapeno. Okay. Uh, very sexy jalapeno. <laughs> Was was Justine one of the
1: first guests
2: or Yeah. Yeah, she was the first guest. Before, Before that, it was like Bob just Jens, me. was he helping you out at uh, the time? No, Bobby wasn't really helping. I mean, he was he was one of my buddies, uh, okay, yeah. you know, good friend at that time, and he was kind of watching this whole thing grow. But he was actually in the same episode that Justine was in. So Okay, yeah. That was the first episode with uh, with other people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So uh, well, let's go back to the to the beginning of you before we go back to the beginning of Orange. So where sure. did you
2: grow up? North Dakota. Wow. Oh, there's people there. There, there is all of, <laughs> all of like twenty. <laughs> um, what was the situation? Uh, the situation was it. Uh, it's a little town right outside of Fargo, North Dakota, called Harwood. Uh, growing up, I was uh, well in college. I was known as the Harwood Hustler because I I hustle the hard streets of Harwood. <laughs> It, with like like playing pool or what? Uh nothing. Selling drugs. <laughs> no, no. Just because it started
0: with an H. Exactly. And it was it had alliterations. Cool. So. Yeah, right.
2: Because you were compensating for something. I don't uh, I don't know what. I don't know what. I Being put from faces, Harwood. I put faces on food, what can I say?
1: The um The movie Fargo, how do you deal with that when you grow up so close
2: to Fargo? It's funny, you know, that was what I I love that movie, by the way, but Many people from that area do not Mm -hmm. because, you know, they'll, you know, people will ask them, Oh, have you seen the movie Fargo? Oh, we don't sound like that. And they (laughs) absolutely do. Everyone has that accent back there. Uh, Oh, we're going to the bar. You know, that that (laughs) accent, yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) and people don't think that they have it. What did your parents do there? uh, Well, my mom was a pregnant
1: uh, (laughs) sheriff or whatever. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I wish, I wish. Uh, well, my dad was a roofer. Uh, my mom worked all kinds of different jobs. She, you know, would work like factory jobs. She worked a lot of night shift kind of things. Um, but right now she works with um, developmentally, uh, developmentally dis- disabled. Excuse me, I can't talk. Oh, okay. She, okay. She's a true hero. Yes, yes. Uh, my dad's not around anymore. Okay. Uh, he passed a few years ago. Uh, but my mom's still around. My brother's back there still. He's going to school. So
0: now you you were doing an impression of your dad earlier. Is, yes. Was that this this is how he talked?
2: Uh, yeah. When he was angry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did he did he get angry at you occasionally?
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah. He got angry at all of us. You and your your you have a, I know you have a brother. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Luke, right? Mm-hmm. And then who, who else is in the family?
2: Uh, that's it. Okay. Me, so my brother, my mom. Okay. Yeah. Two brothers in the immediate family, anyways. I got right. tons of cousins and aunts and uncles and all kinds of things.
0: I mean, so what do you what do you
2: do in North Dakota
0: for fun as a kid?
2: Nothing. There's not much to do, and that was the whole thing. Like, you know, obviously you you know hang out with your friends, get in trouble, um, go tip cows, that kind of thing. No, <laughs> that's not possible. We've tried it. Yeah, yeah, we,
0: we have. Tried no, it. I'm joking. We're from another North.
2: Uh, no, but we, we have tried it. So I mean, that's what we did for fun in North Carolina. Attempt yep. to. Um, yeah, there's just, you know, that was the thing. There wasn't a ton to do, so you just kind of had to use your imagination. And one of the things, you know, when I was 12, my my parents got a camcorder for the family. And as soon as they got that camera, I hijacked it and it became mine. And uh, I used it to make all sorts of, you know, short videos with my brother. Was this thing
1: full VHS or 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 it mini was, VHS?
2: It was uh, uh, 8 millimeter. Oh. Like a... What is it? Super? No, it's not Super 8. It's a... Uh, Digital 8? Yeah, Digital 8. Digital 8, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. So
1: the smaller tape-based thing, but you could digitize the footage. Yep,
2: exactly. You weren't editing on VCRs. I was in the beginning, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Digital 8 came out afterwards. Like high 8
1: Yeah. That's is what you're that talking high, about. Yeah, it's
2: Hi-8. Yep. Yeah, that's what Yeah, because Digital 8 was a little, a little too
0: recent. Yeah, Yep. exactly.
1: So. so you would shoot... You would make shorts, but would you edit in camera? Like, yes. shoot this scene, and then the next scene is
2: this, so I got to shoot it now... So that it can be laid on the tape right after the. Yep, exactly. But it was never, it was obviously never a perfect science because there was like a one or two second delay from when you clicked the record button. (laughs) So you'd have to, you know, say, Action, but then tell the the person, don't say your line until two seconds after I hit record <laughs> right because because th- I'm not gonna edit this. that's happening right now <laughs> exactly. so you get a lot of cutoff lines. you get a lot of people like standing there for a second and then moving and saying their line.
1: so you immediately started doing scripted content with mm-hmm. the camcorder
2: yep, and then you know, playing around uh you know there we had. A VCR in one room and then a VCR in another room. And so I grabbed those, put them together, and then, you know, tape to tape. Take out those gaps. Yeah, exactly. Put in some sound effects even. Oh, wow. I had a, what was it? It was a tape player that I hooked the the RCA cables up to the back of the VCR, and then I could put fart sounds and stuff in the videos. And so when you did that. So these are fart movies? (laughs) No, when you do that. What kind of movies do you think
0: I made? (laughs) Because this is how I remember editing you know, mm-hmm. Link and I would shoot something, um, and then I would take the VHS-C tape, I would put it inside the VHS yeah. holder, yep. put it in the in the VCR, I would go to my dad's office at the law school, and I would take two like VCR carts that they used in classes and put them side by side and then take the cables from Radio Shack and, mm-hmm. and do the editing. But I don't remember being able to run to overdub audio at the same time? or, or, or you, you eventually figured it out. And I said, this is good. <laughs> that was my role. I was like,
1: good job. But didn't we have
0: to do it all? You had to do it all at the same time, yes, right? Yes, exactly.
2: So it's like while you were recording video- Yep. You had that was from when one were- tape to the other tape. You were sitting there ready with the, the tape player, and then you would hit the in hope to God that the fart sound <laughs> came, came at, at the right same time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there, there, there
0: was a lot of hit and miss. So it's so amazing that that was a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And it all depends on how old you are. Yep. Well,
1: in, in fairness, the fart sound there's a little leeway with when the fart comes, sure, like if you lean and then it's a few seconds before the fart comes, well, that's normal. Yeah, we've all had that. But if that. it Sometimes comes immediately, that's also normal. <laughs> the Unless you're actually, of farts. If you're filming the butthole, <laughs> then you've got to be very precise.
2: I, I, I uh, never, About the never timing. did that. What, what kind of wow. movies were you making?
0: Then?
2: Wow. Fart movies. The same fart as you. Fart movies, you yes. Right?
0: <laughs> you, now, I, I, assume, I assume you're a fan of Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Knowing you. Yes. Um, <laughs> what and, does that mean? And Well, because <laughs> <laughs> you just said, have you seen the trailer? new trailer it looks amazing well the trailer he, I like he, he, yeah he names the the cat butthole and he says why do you call him that and he holds up and shows the cat's butthole yeah. yes yes i've so, seen
2: the trailer right. so
0: i mean i'll watch that today so they they do show cat
2: butthole and he has to say it like that butthole and it's in <laughs> a trailer a trailer is you know anybody can see that yeah, right. so that's yeah so right. i mean you know the world is changing guys <laughs>
1: So uh, how did you go from uh, fart movies to making The Annoying Orange? I'm sure you can answer that in two sentences. Take <laughs> as much time as you need. Uh,
2: so I went from making fart movies to um, you know just I kept making them and, uh, and were there if, screenings? No, I mean there was for my family. That was the whole thing. Like I loved making videos with like all my cousins and stuff, and then we'd all crowd in a big room and watch them together. And you remember laugh being and, particularly proud of anyone? Oh man. I okay, so I made this series called Demon Shadow. (laughs) And it was about this demon. Like we it it was a ritual for us. Like every fourth of July, my family would come out and we'd all get together for a fourth of July gathering. But at the same time, we would film one of these demon shadows. Because you had a large cast. Yes, exactly. And they were completely nonsensical. Uh, I grew up on horror movies and comedies pretty much. So th- those were my inspiration. Very, very cheesy. But it was just about this demon that would haunt us. And every year it would come back to life. It's kind of like, the, you know, Freddy Krueger. There's just, he can't be stopped. And um, it would, you know, we would in the end defeat him and then he'd come back the next year. So this became a ritual and I always just love doing it and the kids love doing it um so yeah that that became so would a, a, you would you like kill off a cousin every year or something
1: like mm-hmm. uh, you you can come back next year but you can't be in the movie because you died You <laughs> well, no, they gotta kill ago. demon shadow well, right but demon shadow's gotta kill cousins first <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. well there's always you know there's always the danger of that but no none of the cousins ever got killed one of um one of our buddies got killed in one of them and then became a zombie who hmm. came back to life and saved us and f- Did any of these people fart or was that
1: Mm, you got rid of? This was post
2: fart movie. Okay,
0: good for you.
1: So,
2: how do you you kill a demon shadow? Oh, you can do it many ways. Very often, very often it was with fireworks since it was Fourth of July. So, we would get a. You had to use the props at your disposal. I think we did that at least three or four times. It became a reoccurring thing. It was like, okay, production value. We're going to do this ending again. All right. What are the. What are the fireworks
0: laws in North Dakota?
2: Because I assume there's none. I assume like there's cannons. They're, they're, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much no holds barred. But yeah. for whatever reason, a few years back, they banned bottle rockets. <laughs> of, you can of fire off the most insane artillery shell explosion. It doesn't matter, but you can't have bottle rockets.
0: Because they're because you can hold them.
2: Yeah, I apparently I'm just sure hold them. Yeah, too many they kids. Look, they
1: just look like it's like that stick looks like a handle. It does. <laughs> it does. It, it is irresistible. It,
2: it yeah, is isn't it? irresistible. Yeah, we had many a bottle rocket fight. So yes. <laughs> so, is it like I'm going to film school? No. In fact, it was. Um, you know, me just kind of doing this thing and then, you know, I got to the age of, I don't know, 15, 16, where I was like, oh, okay, I can get a job now to get extra money. So I started off working this really, you know, it, it was fun, but I would never do anything like it again. We worked out in these uh, the cornfields and we were, it was like cross pollinating uh, different corn stalks. You would sex <laughs> corn? Yes, exactly with itself, which right, right. Uh, is a little wow. disturbing. But yeah, anyways, that was a job for a couple summers. But then uh, I saw in the paper one, you know, it was the next summer uh, that they were looking for a cameraman for the local um, um, Prairie Public Television or PBS. Okay, uh, yeah. that's what Prairie Public Television is. Um, Prairie Public Prairie Television. Public, yes, okay, that's what it's called back in in Fargo. Right. Um, But I saw an ad for that, and I was like, "Wow, okay, maybe I'll give it a shot." That's better than mating corn, exactly. So I, I, you know, I applied, and they, I got the job. Oh wow! And it was awesome. It was so much fun. Didn't get paid very much, but you got all the free Mountain Dew and popcorn you wanted. (laughs) So at the at the ripe age of sixteen, I was like,
1: "Heck yeah!" Sixteen years old. You were like traveling around the state shooting like public. Television stuff or no, was it, it was studio? All, it was
2: all studio based. Like they would do the you know, every season they do the drives to raise money and okay. it was we would just shoot those film people answering phones. Exactly. Which sounds boring, but it was so much fun. Because <laughs> you just you got your cans on and you're just, you know, you're you're jabbing with the other guys and making fun of each other, making fun of the people answering the phones, which is terrible. But <laughs> 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 That's if you cool. do if you do that job you can't you you can't think that nobody's, you know, making some jokes. So. Did that lead <laughs> Did that lead to the next thing? Kind of, yeah. It was when I was there that, you know, I was talking to one of the other girls who worked there, and she she said, oh, you do film, and, you know, you really like this stuff. You should go to Minnesota State, or it, at the time it was called Moorhead State University, uh, which borders Fargo, and they have a, you know, they had the beginnings of a film department, mm. and I was that was when it first hit me. I was like, holy crap, I could actually do this for a living, all right i like this so that's you know i kind of left there with that in mind and i i made a meeting with the uh um you know the head over there and you know he was awesome said you know talked me into it basically but he didn't really have to he just gave me the spiel i was like you sold me at hey how you doing right (laughs) um that's you know kind of where it started went to film school there and, um, and what what was the film
0: program like at uh, and you say it you started to say Minnesota State is that what it's called now? Yeah, it's called Minnesota State University of Moorhead. Okay. Yes. And you know, how how many students in the film program?
2: Man, you know, in our kind of cohort, it was like I think like 16, something like okay. that. It wasn't a ton. So now it's much, much bigger over the few, last few years. It's really grown. But, you know, when I was there, we had one 16 millimeter camera. Nobody knew how to operate it. We had this other, this guy that wasn't even affiliated with the school that would come in and help us uh, run it. But nobody knew how to run it. Uh, didn't matter anyway. Uh, no, it didn't. In retrospect, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> It really didn't. No, it didn't. I know at the time we were all like, oh, I wish we knew how to, we could do that too because it would be really helpful. No it doesn't matter (laughs) so was there like demon shadow the college years or i wish uh i well i kept making them in my own time you know yeah that was that was my thing you know like do you still have demon shadow on tape i do i do i've always wanted to upload them to youtube but i'm a little hesitant because they all have like copyrighted music so i figured maybe i'll just put them up and not you know obviously not monetize or
0: you just need to create the channel demon shadow yeah and then just you know yep just take whatever happens. <laughs> right.
2: Well, if, if we get done with this podcast and people are like, we want to see Demon Shadow, all right, then I'll do it. Right, okay, that's, well, that's, that's going to happen.
1: So at Dane Bow on Twitter, hashtag Demon Shadow.
2: <laughs> My cousins will be very happy. They'll be like, oh man, I've always wanted to be featured. <laughs> but
0: not quite in that way. I didn't know they were going to break out Demon Shadow.
1: So so you were you were getting the proper schooling but you had the thing that was even more important and that was a drive to
2: create. Mhm. Yes. Yeah, and that it was funny, you know, some of you know a couple of my good buddies, we we would always say like, you know, we saw some of the other guys in the department and again, nothing against anybody else, but they would, you know, just do the required projects and that was it. Whereas like I would do the required projects and I would get down with them and I am like I want to do more. So I would go out and do my own stuff, and I just, you know, for whatever reason, just constantly wanted to keep learning new things, got a computer, uh, one of the very first iMacs that came out, you know those colored ones, they were they came oh, yeah. in all the different, yeah, so I got one of those, so I could use iMovie, which is the most amazing thing mm-hmm. in the world to me. Um,
1: well, I, I didn't even know it was called iMovie. So iMovie shipped with the first one of those yeah. awful looking things that was in public libraries. Awful, what?
0: Well, now, I mean, (laughs) at the time it was like, wow. It was a
2: a thing of beauty at the time. Yeah, it
1: was
0: It was like, what, this looks, this isn't a computer, this is a lunchbox. (laughs) You know, it just was
1: amazing. (laughs) With a tube in it, (laughs) with like a
2: television tube that you could see in the back, right? Yeah, right. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so I saved up my money from doing those other jobs, bought a computer and, you know, just i I did uh while I was in college I did a internship at a uh claymation film or uh, this guy i I think he was in Grand Forks which was like probably forty five minutes away out in this just out in his farm way out in the middle of nowhere was making this claymation movie (laughs) and he wanted someone to help him. And my, you know, uh, the head of the department came to me and was like, Hey, this guy wants help. You like animation. So you want to do it? I was like, heck yeah, I'll do it. So I went out there every day, drove out there, uh, there and back and just helped this guy. And he, 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 I can't remember his name. I think it was Peter, but I can't remember his last name. But he he's the one that kind of showed me After Effects for the first time and kind of how to use it in a very general fashion. Like uh-huh. nothing really in-depth, but it was at that point that I was like, oh my gosh. What were his characters? Were they raisins? It was, no, no. It was, uh, it was, they were knights. It was a, like a knight's tale. I think that was actually the name of it. Um, it has
1: since been taken by someone else. I yeah,
2: <laughs> something turn, like that. Turn into a movie. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I got my first. You know, dip my hand in the water, my toes in the water with uh, After Effects, and that just you know, I, from there I was like, ah, I love this so much. If and we were still
1: of... probably about. F- I mean, we're talking at least four more years before the advent of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Even what? from this point. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. So what was in that four years? Did you get married? Uh, no. Um, I met my wife, 2B, uh, in college, and um, we from there, you know, graduated, moved to Minneapolis. Uh, she's an archaeologist, so she was working for some of the uh, firms. Teresa's in... an archaeologist? Yeah.
0: How come I didn't know this? Uh, no, you do.
1: Well, I can mean, you, can she, you call her? Because we'd like for her to replace you at this point. <laughs> what could it, how could that have been?
2: You guys have two,
1: skipped right over that, no, but two very fascinating careers. That's interesting.
2: So. Yeah. she's uh, She specializes in stone tools. So she can take, uh, she knows how to flint nap. So she can take, you know, uh, rocks and she hits them with other rocks and turns them into. Does she like travel, travel to
0: remote locations and yeah. dig oh, yeah. stone tools up? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I've only ever seen this on television. Mm hmm. Or movies, and I thought that it might be a completely made up profession. No, it, but now it's been confirmed. I know
2: one.
1: Yes, she doesn't look like Harrison Ford, does she? No, I, I've seen
2: her. <laughs> I told doesn't. her. I told her when she gets her PhD, she's getting a fedora and a whip. There's no it, like she doesn't get to talk. Yeah, there's no.
1: Or or you'll let her take her out, take it out
2: in public. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you moved for her archaeologist job. Uh, yeah, she got a job out there and then, uh, I wanted to go out there too because Minneapolis, there's a, bit more going on as far as filmmaking so i was like maybe i can break into something but man i had no luck there's just there's not at the time there really wasn't a lot going out there and i did everything like i'm i was shameless i would just show up at at businesses with a you know a resume in hand and say hey i'm looking for work you got anything and i I ended up getting a couple things but they were you know they weren't they didn't pay at all but i got to stand there in the cold and and help out a little bit but that was about it
0: and what kind of stuff
2: was that um wrangling talent (laughs) okay uh for um just i think it was a commercial shoot and then i can't even remember what the other one was but it was something similar so it wasn't anything crazy it was just like a one-day shoot got to do it a couple times in the meantime i worked at uh one-hour photo labs that was my oh that was my thing wow so you've seen you've seen Photos. Oh yes, it's I've like
1: archaeology of
2: a of a different kind. It kind really. of is actually, especially when you know, because people one hour photo labs, there's just stacks and stacks of photos, and people bring stuff in, but then you know they just don't come back for it. So you'll have you know packages there for for years, and peeling those open, and you know like looking inside. It's yeah, it's crazy. You see some see some crazy stuff. If people take photos of things <laughs> that are
1: like, inappropriate, you're not supposed to develop those.
2: No. No. In fact, I mean, we ended up, it's one of those things where you can't really stop it from being developed because you develop the whole role at a time. You just have to keep But you it. don't
0: put it in the... Right, You right. don't put it in the pack.
2: Yep. Why not? You put I mean... It, you put it on the wall
0: in the office. <laughs> 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 you put, you put yeah, it on exactly. that wall. It, <laughs> it was... It
2: was uh, uh, the procedure was, too, like, you were... It was mandatory that when that happened, you had to actually tell the person... like hey we sat we found some naughty photos in there and we couldn't put them in and of course but they were developed that's what i don't get
1: and what were this what were the categories that you couldn't put in there um, are you talking nudity yeah i mean that was basically illegal illegal activity i get that sure but why personal photo
2: nudity (sighs) it's north dakota (laughs) <laughs>
0: that's but about, no, but, but I think that's the. I think that maybe it isn't anymore. And of course, I don't know who's taking these type of photos and getting them developed these days. But right, um, yeah, I think that's the. That was like the law. But it, it right. does raise I, a great it, question because. The person who took them has seen it. Right. Now the person who developed them has seen it.
2: Yeah. Who who are we trying to protect at this point? Yeah, I I shouldn't say it's just North Dakota. It's everywhere. I mean, Right, I remember in North Carolina, too. (laughs)
1: But you would have to tell the person, hey, hey, that... That photo that you took, I don't know if that's your girlfriend or if that's, yeah, your that's mom an uncomfortable
2: or? scenario to like have to say to someone, like, oh, we found some nudies. So, and what do people know?
0: say? Do they Are they like, oh, yeah. Yeah, did. it's
2: either one of two scenarios. <laughs> the, the first is like, they're like, you know, kind of get that bashful look on their face and like, oh, okay, sorry. Or it's like, <laughs> what? What? That, that's my photo. It's, you printed it, right? And then you have to say, like, well, yeah, but we can't give it to you. <laughs> well, just give it to me. So, did, <laughs> it's, is cra- it is crazy. It oh, is. man. But, so, so, do you have any on you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me see your wallet. You will never see my wallet. <laughs> so, what, you,
1: uh, you and Teresa, were, you were dating or you were married? Yeah, we were dating. Yeah. Okay, so, she's like being archaeologist extraordinaire, mm-hmm. and you're like trying to piece it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that, was that frustrating? You're like, oh, she's not going to marry me if I don't get out of
2: this photo lab. <laughs> no, there, there was really no worry about that. I mean, we, neither of us were really in any rush to get married or anything like that. Um, but it was frustrating at the same time, of course, you know, to, to really be hungry for it and want it. Um, but not, at the same time, kind of not knowing what you want. But just being hungry for it, you know, because mm-hmm. like I didn't know at the time, like, do I want to do animation? Do I want to direct? Do I want to do this? I mean, at the at the end of the day, all I kept thinking in the back of my brain is, you know, I want to, di- I don't want to, I want to direct movies. That's all I want to do. So when was where mm-hmm. was the breakthrough? Um, I don't know. Well, I guess it was YouTube. Really, uh, that was that was the big. Breakthrough from Minneapolis. uh, Teresa got into a master's program in Bakersfield, California.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, right, right on our back doorstep. You drive an hour and a half, you get to Bakersfield,
2: the meth capital of the world, birthplace of Merle Haggard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So we ended up moving there. Um, it's a great introduction to California. It is. It lots is lots uh, of cows and dust and meth. I guess he would say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, meth, meth was, it, I, it's funny. The first day that we moved in, because um, we we didn't get a chance to actually come out and find a place before we moved out. So we got our place online, moved out, uh, pull. You know, get get there with our moving truck, pull up, and we're like, oh god, this is sketchy. Uh, we, you know, we start moving our stuff. And what did it, it look like? Uh, it, for lack of a better word, very ghettoy. <laughs> <laughs> like you mean, like unsafe? Like, yes, yes. Okay, a lot of unsavory types hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, guys rolling around on the on, on lawns, obviously on something. Um, there was a guy that that. That was there. He he would roll around on the lawn and chase cars. You,
1: you mean like like as if he were on fire, like a person person. At first, I thought <sighs> you meant like driving a car on lawns, but you mean no. like bodily like, like rolling, rolling. Yeah, on grass, a roll. like, yeah. a, like a
2: log, right? <laughs> <laughs> a log that snorts and yells,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> then wow. chase cars like a dog. Yeah, so roll like a log chase cars like a dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it rhymes. There you go. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we were moving our boxes in and you know getting getting settled, and all of a sudden we hear from from the, like the walls were just paper thin. So uh, in the apartment next to us, we hear f- you, and then I was like okay, and then we we hear whoa f- you, and we're like okay, and it just it starts to escalate. I assume no!
0: that was a woman and a man.
2: Yes, yeah. <laughs> f- you no f- you. You, you want it you want it and then you start hearing this oh wow and Teresa and I were like "What?" <laughs> welcome to Bakersfield that was that was our first introduction to Bakersfield but for a moment
1: you thought there was gonna be like gunfire through the through
2: the through the wall well that yeah I mean that was always a worry actually it sounds it sounds you know completely overdramatic, dramatic but it was a worry when we moved away from that place um it was the very next week we uh, they were doing uh, we were watching the news and somebody got arrested for pulling a gun at that apartment complex at the pool and they were they were sh- trying to shoot somebody but the the gun uh, wouldn't go off it wouldn't go off it got jammed and we were like ah. so we actually broke our lease after three months because we couldn't take it right it was so you bad. Got it. Yeah, we, for whatever reason, uh, we made uh, the, the people next to us really angry because we'd complain about the noise because Teresa, she's in school trying to do her studies. Meanwhile, people are blasting their music, and so we would complain. I came home one day, uh, went inside, came back out, dude— Pissed on my on the wheel of my car. It was like because they were you know they were tired of us. We got to get that archaeologist and her okay. husband out of here. You <laughs> 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 think, think about it. Your archaeologist yeah, next door. He, I didn't expect to go down this road, but it was a weird situation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean that's pretty hardcore. Peeing on a tire. Well, you know... Does that mean he now
2: owns the car? Well, yeah, he's marking his territory. <laughs> yeah, you, what no, do I you, do at that point? You have to pee on all
0: four tires, and then you own Oh, it. is it right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, glad you <laughs> drove away when you did.
2: Quick, get in the car! <laughs> <laughs> he's on number three! Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you can make it to the spare, you definitely get it.
1: <laughs>
2: so, you got out of the apartment. Did you get out of Bakersfield, or...? Yeah, eventually. Eventually, we did. Um, so... One of the reasons I moved to Bakersfield, uh, besides the fact that uh, Teresa got into a master's program, was I uh, was able to get a job on Pimp My Ride, thanks to a couple buddies that I went to college with. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, and they, sh- they shoot up there in Bakersfield? Uh, no, they, they, a- they actually uh, shoot it in LA in Inglewood. So I would commute from Bakersfield to Inglewood. Um, oh wow! Probably twice a week, but I would stay with them during the week. They were gracious okay. enough to let me crash on the couch. And what, <laughs> so, what was your what was your job there? Uh, production assistant. Sw- okay, sweeping floors at first. <laughs> so you were in the studio.
1: You weren't like on location with Exhibit. Like, hey, I'm here at this car, and I'm about to pimp it. <laughs> well, you were back at the studio hearing footage of him say,
0: "Hey." I'm at this car. I'm gonna be pe- on all four wheels. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: it was kind of in the middle, actually. I didn't work um I mostly did not work at the at like MTV studios. What I did was uh I worked at the garage where they would do all the work. It was oh, that's me, really? the best that's the best part. Me and my buddy Spencer, who actually is like been with me from the beginning yeah. with Orange. Uh it was me and him. That's what we did, man. We just we hung out at the at the garage all day long. Where they were literally pimping the rides. Exactly. We it was pimpage twenty-four-seven, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: did you pick up any body work or uh,
2: skills? You know, surprisingly, no. It was terrifying the first day you walk in, because these are you know, these are rough and tough dudes that work there. But you know, it's it's standard procedure that you gotta you gotta rough up the the new guy a little bit, give him give him a good ribbing. So everybody was you know, like guys would I would I would ask guys questions and they'd be they'd just look at me, <laughs> whatever, and they'd turn around and walk away. <laughs> and then I'd see them way off in the distance. They'd be like you know, talking to their buddies and they'd just be laughing and laughing and laughing. I was like, ah man, so. In the beginning, it was scary, and I remember my first week, I hated it. I was like, I, everyone hates me, you know, whatever. But then after a little bit, it's totally one of those things, like, you know, you're around them enough, they start talking to you, pretty soon everybody gets along, and they're just, they're awesome dudes. It was a lot of fun, actually, to be down in the garage with these guys and just tiny skinny white guy amongst okay <laughs> all these rough and tough guys
1: and so did did YouTube start to bubble up at this point or was it
2: it was did you it was move close. To other jobs it was close so uh, it was right around that time I think towards the end of when I was working on pin my ride that YouTube started to become a thing uh, I remember sitting in God, ah, we had we had a trailer out back I remember sitting in the trailer making a myspace page and mm-hmm. it was yeah it wasn't short short or too long after that and,
0: and, and when did you uh, and Teresa get married? Uh,
2: two years ago. Okay, so, that was, so yes. that, that was more recent. Yeah. Okay. We had been been together for 10 years. Okay. Almost 10 years, yeah.
0: You guys have been together a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay so as you began to work on Pet My Ride
1: making that MySpace page
0: yeah making uh, that
2: MySpace page <laughs> w-
0: what was the what was the thought at that time because you know I mean uh, the traditional model so a lot of people who follow this it's like oh, I'm going to get a job as a PA on a TV show I'm going to work my way up to mm-hmm. whatever and then you know I'm going to be in the business yep uh, w- was that the strategy at the
2: time kind of yeah I mean that was you know uh, me and my buddies and everybody that was on the show that was kind of the you know the way that things were done. If you were in that position, you just got to work your way up. Um, and I kind of did, you know, from PA, I was able to, uh, actually parlay that and work on a creative team, uh, with a little help from Spencer. Uh, actually he, he helped me get a position on a creative team where I got to actually shoot and do some writing, write some of the bits on the show, things like that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, things didn't quite work out and after i was done with it i just you know i was it it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth cuz i was just like this isn't quite what i want to be doing it just doesn't feel right so i was like i don't think i want to do tv but while we were while i was working at pit my ride and we were you know working our butts off you know we would come home at night and we would just make stupid videos like we'd always done back in college and whatever and uh it began with we we made our own website called gagfilms.com where we were just uploading our stuff there. And it was a lot of like old college buddies that would just go on the site and leave comments and yeah. watch it and stuff like that. Um, and that was kind of our, our vision was like, Hey, what if we created the site where everybody could put videos, you know? <laughs> um, and then it wasn't shortly too long after that, that YouTube popped out of nowhere so you
0: almost made youtube
2: almost <laughs> yeah just that close i <laughs> should have called it gag tube <laughs> i don't know what that would have been uh, it, there is sounds, a gag tube
0: it's uh it uh, sounds uh, like I, I, an, yeah, yeah, you, might you don't want to go there
2: yeah i actually had a lot of people ask me when i said oh we have the site gagfilms.com I'm like oh is that is that porn? <laughs> uh, what do you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> Yarn Van Eyes. <Nuys. laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> did
1: somebody steal a video from com and put it on YouTube, or did you post it on YouTube yourself?
2: Um, no, I think we just, you know, we made a YouTube page and just started uploading stuff there. Because
1: ironically, our first video on YouTube was stolen from our website where we were hosting our QuickTime videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a parody of Pimp My Ride really? with our kids called Pimp My Stroller. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. We built, How have I never seen this? We built, because it used, it's not all i Copyrighted
0: music and it was taken Oh! Down.
1: But we pimped out a double stroller. We actually engineered this thing. It kind of looked like the Batmobile. And we put my daughter Lily and his son Locke in it. And we like, play these characters. We were making fun of Pimp My Ride. <laughs> yeah. It was like, Yo. We pimped out your stroller, and then it, it was crazy. It, it had it.
0: spinning rims and ground effects and everything. <laughs> That's and and awesome. we like
1: did the voices of our kids and
0: <laughs> like. But you know, somebody uh, when we somebody moved, stole it and put it on YouTube. Well, uh, but when we moved from North Carolina, so there, that pimp, that pimped out stroller, double stroller, is is out there somewhere. Yeah, North we auctioned it, it off. It. Somebody bought three
1: and a half years ago. Really? To a fan. Wow. Who came to our studio? So so yeah, uh, that video was taken from our website, posted it on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it got a lot of views. So but then we're it, like, we should start a YouTube were, channel. Were
2: you guys doing the same exact thing? Like, hey, let's put make a site and put some videos on yeah. it. Yeah, it was yeah. called retinely.com. You, yeah. you weren't smart
0: enough to think, uh, let's get other people to put videos up there. But, mm-hmm. but it's funny because, you know, just because we're similar in age it, it's, and had the same type of aspirations, it's funny how there's so many parallels. It's like, if you wanted to be in some sort of entertainment that involved you making videos... You edited on two VCRs. You shot with a certain type of camera. Yep. Then you started your own website. Then YouTube came along, and either you were smart enough to put your videos up there, or in our case, somebody put them up there for you. And so, the, when you put them up there uh, on YouTube, was, was early days, I guess, two thousand six. Is that when right, yeah, right when it started, basically? Yep. Uh, what was the what were the, some of the first videos that you put up?
2: uh the first videos were stuff that i did back in college uh the very first video that i have on my danebo channel my, which is my main channel uh is a, a, a short called the yanni show and it's it's like a kids show slash game show starring yanni and uh he teaches about uh green light touches and red light touches and oh, gosh. It, it goes south very quickly. And needless to say, I have gotten many hate comments from people that love Yanni that I am a horrible person. <laughs> For whatever reason, back in college, we just, we loved, you know, poking fun at, at Yanni. I don't know. <laughs> the guy didn't do anything to us. Well, but. he was
1: an easy time. He was Yanni. <laughs> I, saw, I saw him
0: on PBS the other night and I was like, I just, this is unbelievable. Yanni live. Like he's still, still doing his still thing. Still at it. Yep. Um, so
1: then, what popped? Because I know, before Orange,
2: mm-hmm. there were talking eggs. Yes. Yep. That was that was probably the first thing that popped. And it was? We, and yep.
0: we introduced those eggs. I remember this very the well. CW. CW. Online Nation. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what the intro was. I'm sure it was a really cheesy line that had been written for us. It's like, you know what, Link? I'm in the mood for... Eggs? Oh yeah, Rhett. <laughs> An omelet? Well, here you go. How about some eggs with personality? Really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like all the clip. I'm sure it was something that bad. Yep, yeah. nope, I remember this very, very well. <laughs> so, so that was on YouTube.
2: It was you open the fridge. Yep, and the eggs. That was like one of my, well, the very first talking food video that I did. Um, what what happens? You open the fridge. Yep, open the fridge, and there's some unsuspecting, very cute, kind of slightly annoying eggs that are, you know, kind of bewildered and like, what is going on? And then they get taken out of the fridge and put on the counter, and the whole time they're like, I don't know what's going on, what's happening? And, you know, you see the frying pan get put on the stove, and the burner goes on, and the whole time they're still talking, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, Steve gets grabbed, and he gets cracked over the edge of the frying pan, Steve. and everybody fre- freaks out. Yeah, it's always Steve. Steve. I don't know why, but it's always Steve.
0: (laughs) And so so it
2: it started with eggs mm -hmm. and then moved on to what? Um, well, it started off with eggs because I did that video for a, uh, film contest. It was, a uh, bolt.com. It was this old, uh, kind of networking sites, kind of like MySpace. It's now defunct. It's not around anymore. But, uh, at the time they were doing this contest where you, know, you make a minute long video, submit it. If you win, you get $5,000. So I did it and I actually won and I used that $5,000 to buy a new camera and some new equipment and mm-hmm. you know uh, but why talking eggs? it's a great question it's a great question I mean it's it's one of those things like you you know I always grew up you know anthropomorphizing things um, mm-hmm. we all do as kids you know you make the rocks talk or whatever sticks and trees you know you give them personalities and you know uh, learning after effects early on And realizing that I could actually do that in my videos just blew my mind. And that's why I just totally gravitated towards that. Like, okay, I can bring anything to life now. It's amazing to think
1: that that stop motion guy that you drove ever how far every day to help him out for presumably nothing. Right. Taught you after effects and that changed everything. It totally changed everything.
2: Yep. So that was yeah. That's definitely so one won, of those moments. You
1: won five grand and you bought in a better camera. Yeah, a so DVX one hundred. Oh yeah. You guys have one of those. A or B? Oh, yeah. You an A? I had a B.
2: Okay, yeah. we had an A. We and had an and A, then a and then
1: we had a B. It's
2: nice. So.
1: <laughs> wow. At, did you just put eyes and mouths on things after the eggs,
2: or did you do other things? Other things, yeah. It, it right. did a mix of everything, right? So, you know, I, I, like I said, make cats talk. I, you know, and it was always like humans interacting with other things that you know uh, don't normally come alive, but they you okay. know, did in the videos.
1: But was it always an inanimate object or something that doesn't talk talking? No, I mean, well. <sighs> <laughs>
2: He's like Qu- quite often. Yes, quite often. We we'll put yeah. <laughs> because the eggs really worked. It, it totally worked. Huh. And it's funny, like looking back at it now, you know, I think about it. I'm like, "Oh man, I didn't, you know, I wonder why I didn't just gravitate towards that right away. You know, cuz it really worked and it just popped and people loved it and uh like in other words, do a sequel to the eggs." Yeah, exactly. And I did actually. Um Probably a year later or something like that. But it was just one of those things like, I want to do all kinds of things. I want to try things out. I want to make explosions. Um, you know, I want to make giant demon monsters, whatever.
0: Yeah. So. And, and there was a good three years between joining YouTube in 06 to that first Annoying Orange mm-hmm. in yep. 09. Yep. Uh, and so in in that three-year period, of course, you know, if you're talking 06, 07, 08, you're not no partner program really there's not a lot of money or mm-hmm. any in in YouTube it's still sort of for the hot, the hobbyist yep um so what were you doing to make money in that period of time
2: so after i made that talking egg video um you know i was continuing to do other things and then all of a sudden i got an email from jibjab.com i don't know if you guys know oh it. yeah mm-hmm.
1: definitely animation site where you could actually interact with the website and Upload your photos, and they would make those talk.
2: Yes. At Mm -hmm. some point.
1: Yep. And they would also do political satire, music videos that were two-dimensional animations, but they would all have, like, moving mouths. Yep. So... They yep. saw your egg thing, and they're like, uh-uh. <laughs> well, we're going to get this guy on board, and we're going to assassinate him.
2: Yeah, they, they called me up, and they're like, hey, we love this, and we want you to come in and make a whole slew of them. And so I went in, talked with them, and that's what happened. I ended up making, I think, like 10 of them at least, uh, different variations of kind of this egg structure so you know and it was all for different holidays because they were doing this uh you know kind of holiday greeting card e-card kind of thing Uh so you know for the super bowl a bunch of avocados got turned into guacamole Uh and uh for uh for christmas a bunch of cranberries got strung up on you know a string and Hung up on the the Christmas tree and stuff like Executed. that. Executed, yes, and it was all horrific but funny at the same time. A lot of animated oh, violence, no. so it played really well, and it, it it did really well for their site. And you know, I had a lot of lot of fun doing it, and I actually got to like work with a legitimate crew, have a cameraman, things like that. So it was a good lo- learning process there too. And those guys, hands down, some of the best dudes, Evan and Greg. Over there, uh-huh. they are one of the reasons why I'm at where I'm at. Like, those guys really nurtured me, so. But you didn't make the orange for them. Nope, I didn't. Nope. Uh, thank, thank goodness for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it was shortly after that I had done all those jib-jab videos. I was still doing my thing. Every once in a while, I'd do a talk and food video, and... That was really it. It was just going to be, you know, I came up with this idea, you know, I was lying in bed one night and just, you know, because I, you know, before I fall asleep, just come up with ideas and Mm. that just popped into my head like, oh, would it be hilarious if this, you know, uh, if this apple was annoying this orange and then it got knifed and, uh, you know, and just kind of that that escalation of being annoyed to death.
1: What did you switch it? Because yes. you just said
2: that. Oh, yeah. In the beginning, it was going to be the other way around. But then, when I started animating it, uh, I still hadn't like really, really perfected the animation process. Even though I had done tons of these, so I was you know as I was animating, I was like, ah, it looks like, the face on the orange looks so much better. I'm going to make it the annoying orange. So I swapped it. <laughs> wow! So it was almost the annoying apple. Yes, it was almost, but it was good that I didn't go that way because then you know, orange could say you're an apple, and you know, there's that you know kind of <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> thing going on. The uh, it's
0: you know up to over 150 million views now. It was some, it was one of those videos that everybody passed around. Uh, back then and continues to get a lot of views Mm -hmm. Uh, having just watched it today to kind of just to refresh as a refresher on it Mm -hmm. i'm just reminded it how much the violence at the end is 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 really the is the is the hook Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like it's funny throughout i mean it's just a hilarious video that first iteration of the annoying orange Mm -hmm. you're laughing throughout and then of course just this unexpected like oh this is going to happen and and that was kind of what that was sort of the the plot line with with everything at that sure, point, right? It was like I will add
1: that it was obviously the great ending was this knife, and then yep. slice, slicing an apple is I think more satisfying than slicing an orange too. So I think right. you won on that one. <laughs> but then it was that the button of then it it pans over to the pear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that, you got that extra big laugh at the end. (laughs) It was just perfect, but it set up another one. I don't even know if the second one after that was a pair. No. It wasn't, but you kind of get this, oh, now he's going to talk to this pair. What else is this orange going to talk to? I'm going to keep watching. (laughs) And I'm, I'm, I could be five years old. Or I could be 55, I could be 105, and I'm going to watch the next one. Yep. Because I'm annoyed by this orange in a very delightful way. <laughs> um, did it blow up instantly?
2: It took a few weeks, but after a few weeks, it hit a million. And then slowly just started getting more and more millions. Was there someone who talked
1: about it at that early stage that was like, no. helped it
2: blow up, or was it just just everybody it was, yeah, I mean, it was, it really was organic. Um, you know, I don't remember anyone ever, you know, talking about it or featuring it or anything like that. It was just, it started to get a lot of traction. And then suddenly I was getting tons of emails from kids saying, make more, you know, we love this. And so I, you know, luckily I left the character end, uh, alive at the end so I could <laughs> make some more. Because it was never intended to be more than just one video. So, um, you but, know, but at that point where you're like all in. Orange, orange, orange. No, not even then. It wasn't until the fourth episode that I uploaded, and I was like, holy crap. Because it was right before Christmas. I uploaded that video, and the next day it had a million views, which at that time was that's gangbusters so Mm -hmm. i was like there is something going on here Mm -hmm. so at the time i was doing client work and youtube at the same time uh i was off on vacation for christmas i got home i made uh an annoying orange youtube dedicated page and uh just decided right then and there like hey this is what i'm doing i'm gonna i'm gonna try and make this work because you know now's the time right so from did, there I just you know I kind of dedicated myself to okay now I'm on a schedule every week I'm gonna do another one of these because that, that was kind of the schedule at the time for everybody is like just do a video a week uh-huh. and you know get on a schedule so Friday became the day and so every Friday was a new annoying orange video.
1: Was it difficult to maintain that schedule did you oh yeah at, at, because of, of the work that went into it, the yeah. writing, the shooting, the editing, the compositing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I would not have been able to do it without Spencer. I, I did the first couple episodes, and then, you know, by the third episode, I was already starting to get stumped a little bit, you know, as far as, like, coming up with puns. You oh, know. in terms of writing. Yeah, so I, I hit him up, because he's uh, he's the master of puns. It's ridiculous, so... The,
1: and then in terms of, like, the
2: the keyboard work, mm-hmm. was that time-consuming, too? I mean, was it... Did like the animating you? Yeah. Mean? Yeah, that it took so long. I mean, it was <laughs> we would basically the structure became Spencer and I would talk on Sunday for an hour or two, come up with okay, what's this next video gonna be? He would script it uh and have the script done usually by Monday. And uh we'd maybe do some revisions, it'd be very quick revisions, and then, you know, we'd have it locked by Monday night, and then Tuesday would record all the mouths. And then, uh, you know, spend the next two days animating it and uh, upload on Friday. And that became, that was the structure for many, 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 many weeks. That was your life. life, Your life for a while. But it it was rewarding because it was blowing up and it was was working and it was working. Totally. It was fun. It was so much fun.
1: After everything you had done, I mean, hearing your story, it had to have been uh, satisfying. Wow, this is really happening.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And to go on YouTube and see the videos featured everywhere, you know, at, at the time they would actually feature videos um, all over the site and just just seeing it featured and, you know, seeing like I would upload a video and within, you know, an hour it would have thousands and thousands and thousands of likes and favorites and, you know, comments and whatever. And people were so engaged and there was no negativity whatsoever. It was crazy, you know, like you know, Fred was kind of the other annoying character at the time, and oh. I I always felt really bad because you know go go to his videos and look at the comments, and they were just nasty. People say some nasty things, mm-hmm. um, but there really wasn't any of that with Orange. And anytime anybody did say anything bad, the rest of the community would stand up and say, "Hey, don't you make fun of Orange? He's funny, you know." <laughs> <laughs> right? What you thinking? Usually when you go back to something
1: monstrously successful on YouTube, when you look back at the first one, it's like, oh, yeah, that one actually wasn't even that good. (laughs) You know, that's the thing that I was when I was I was very pleasantly surprised to rewatch the first one that it was very much intact. I think a testimony to a process of, well, it wasn't an orange, but you had mastered a lot of other things that. Everything came together in a way that you never could have imagined or pl- or planned. Right, exactly. Even that I mean, if you you can't point to any one thing, uh, but it's kind of a confluence of everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the writing, the I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's very cool that even in that first one, it's like, oh, this is a template. This is not yeah, it was something good... that could
0: be great. It was, mm-hmm. and well, so thank you. <laughs> y- you you, you go. To, you start making these videos every single week, and mm-hmm. you're getting uh, this uh, amazing popularity. And of course, you know we we know part of the rest of the story is moving on and uh, having it adapted into a television show. Mm-hmm. But wasn't it before that that the like beyond it became bigger than YouTube? I mean, all of a sudden. There was merchandising involved, and there was, you know, little—I I can't remember what year it was, but I started seeing Annoying Orange key change, and, and then pajamas, and then mm-hmm. uh, all, the, all this merchandise. That was merchandise. before the television was, show.
2: Yeah, it, it, well, it started before then, especially—there um, was a lot of T-shirts and things like that, but, like, I think— Oh man, maybe the toys actually were before. The, yeah, the to- the toys were before the TV show too. So yeah, there was a lot that was out there before the TV. I show.
1: felt so cool going into Toys R Us that Christmas like I guess that was that was years so ago. surreal. And it was like at the cashier, you know, the la- the impulse buy stuff, like mm-hmm. half of it was orange. Dude, and I yeah. was like, oh
0: yeah, I know no, that now orange. What, obviously, there, I'm sure you. I'm like screaming in
1: Toys R Us, I know that orange! <laughs> I do know the guy! I think I have his phone number in like my phone. If anybody wants
0: to call him? I know that mouth. So <laughs> you're seeing this thing blow up like this, and I know it's one of those things where you're in conversations with people, and you're like, oh yeah, let's do this merchandising thing, and they're all gonna make keychains or pajamas or T-shirts or whatever it might be. But, how does it feel the
2: do you remember the first time you saw it on a shelf? uh yes, there was uh, hot topic uh-huh. There was actually a bunch of a bunch of youtubers that had gotten stuff in hot topic. I don't know were you guys in there too? We were not part okay. of that wave no. okay like Shane Dawson was one of them yeah. uh I think Charlie the unicorn, there was a bunch of people, so it was cool to actually go there and not just see my stuff but a whole wall of youtubers that was. It was at that point where I was like, ah, oh, that, that makes me proud right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Those are my boys. And then it gets on television,
1: but it's a different iteration. I mean, mm-hmm. is there, what, what's the perspective on, okay, this is what you did here and it worked here, but mm-hmm. for this to be a television show, it does have to be something different.
2: Um, well, yeah, that was always, I mean, everyone always came to us and they were like, you know, when we'd go and pitch and stuff and talk about it, everyone would always say like, how do you trans, you know, translate two minute video online to, you know, a TV show? Mm -hmm. Uh, well, you do that by concentrating on the characters and character development and you know, going on adventures it 's not you go from just this witty dialogue, quick things that happen, and then you know the knife moment, whatever because that 's what the web show was to now, hey, we can actually explore all of these personalities and how they work together, and you know that kind of thing and that was actually the most fun part of the TV show um, is doing that kind of thing, you know really diving into those personalities and you know, finding out that Marshmallow is this cute character that loves everything, but kind of has a dark side that comes out every once in a while. You know, is you really got to play with those sorts of things a lot more.
0: And then you have you had the we, opportunity to work with uh, some pretty amazing veterans in the oh, animation yeah. business when you started developing the show.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, you know, with development, um, you know. Tom Shepard came in, and he he had worked on so many things, like Pinking the Brain, uh-huh. uh, one of my favorite cartoons. So you know, having guys like him come on, and then uh, Conrad Vernon of Madagascar fame, a uh, bunch of other stuff too. Uh, working with those guys, it was. Amazing. And then, you know, having a whole studio filled of, with people just working on putting faces on fruit <laughs> 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 was very, very surreal and a lot of fun. Um and you've had two seasons
1: up to this point. Yep. And that went really well. I mean, what was the experience
2: for you? Uh amazing. Was it a great experience? It was beyond amazing i mean at the time it sucks because at the time i was so busy you know because we were trying to do the the web show at the same time because my my whole philosophy was you know going into it which was also kind of hard to get across to a lot of people was like you can't cut off the web show because the web show was where it was all born that's where the audience is now you got to use that to to push the audience to this new bigger thing you know and they cross promote each other and they work together. Just like uh, two strains of corn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, you're still doing the same thing yep, after all these years. They pollinate each
1: other. Yep, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, but you,
1: but you, were, you were working yourself like crazy
2: because you had to have You have to do both. Yeah, keep the web series going every week. Yep, exactly. So it was constantly running back and forth from from that to the web show, and then back and forth and back and forth. So it was hard to like really sit down and you know take it all in and really enjoy it. Yeah. but you know, I say that, but I'm not. I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy it because I really, really did. But it, you know, at the time, looking back, I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have just sat, sat around more and just, you know, took it all in mm-hmm. a little bit.
1: But what's uh, your focus at this point? I know that on the Orange Channel, well, for, I mean, you've got your own channel, mm-hmm. the Danebo Channel, which you there's things happening there. But mm-hmm. and then even within the Orange Channel on YouTube, there is seems to be a lot of different things that are that are happening there. So so what's the strategy and what's your focus? Be it television, Bo, Orange, or the Orange series, or other things on the Orange channel?
2: It's all of those things, actually. Um, we're continuing to do stuff on the Bo channel here and there. Um, we've got you know we're always doing stuff on the annoying orange channel every friday still and now we do uh stuff every monday it's usually like gameplay videos cuz obviously everyone loves gameplay on on youtube uh and then wednesday we've kind of hold uh we've kind of held for new ip you know we did our first new show uh, about a half year back called uh, the misfortune of me being ned excuse me um and it was an animated show cartoon it was a lot of fun to do, and it, it kind of taught me the whole process of making a cartoon. And it is a much more daunting task than I ever would have thought. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, kind of just exploring and experimenting with, you know, the whole medium. Because really, it used to be you uploaded once a week, and that was kind of the model. But now it's become much more uh, normal for people to to upload, you know, multiple times a, a week, if not multiple times a day it's kind of what the algorithm is geared towards so we're just kind of playing with that
1: i mean and with having five years of orange that's what you said right there's Mm -hmm. five years of orange under your belt yep the i would imagine there's a challenge to keeping it relevant keeping it top of mind i mean you can't expect to do the same thing and get the same results
2: exactly exactly
1: so uh, how does that work i mean is it is it
2: frustrating? Views aren't the same that they used to be in one sense. No, no. And it's 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 tough because you don't want to go down that road where you're just a slave to the views. But it's so hard not to be. Um, you know, because when it starts getting down that road, you start enjoying it a lot less and you start worrying, okay, like, ah, oh, I worked so hard on this video, but it didn't make its money back. And so now what am I going to do? And, you know, so... It's, it's tough in that way, but, you know, ultimately we just, we try and do something new with every single episode, whether it's, whether it's a 3D shot or, you know, something that we haven't tried before, just to keep it fresh and then always, you know, trying to bring new people on like you guys mm-hmm. and, you know, um, new people that are getting popular on YouTube. Uh, I still find it amazing. We had uh, Chester, Chester C. come in a while ago and... He came in, and he was, you know, he's been blowing up, and so I was worried that he wouldn't even want to be on the show, like, you know, our dinky show, whatever. Uh, but he came in, he's like, are you kidding me, man? I totally want to be on this show. It's like, you know, it's a rite of passage. It's a YouTube rite of passage. you got to be killed. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, I'm continually amazed by the YouTube culture and, you know, everybody working together still. Um, you know, it's it's a good thing to fall back on, especially when you get frustrated. You know, it's a it's a big family, and that's that's um, a very comforting thing.
1: Well, we're glad to uh, now be considered part of the ranks, the dead ranks, <laughs> and to hang out with you and uh, hear your story. It was a lot of fun. Thanks yeah. for coming in. Yeah, thank you guys. And
0: Now we're gonna kill you. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> knife! I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do what you told me to do. I'm um, I, I, I was sitting there in the booth, and you were like, okay, now just yell. Ah! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is it! I'm dying now." Yeah. <laughs> so I just encourage you to yell like you're dying.
2: Okay, here we go. Ah!
1: A little Tarzan in there. <laughs> yeah, that <Okay>. was excellent. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> That's a good cut. Sign the table, sir.
0: And there it was. Our conversation with. Dane Bodekheimer. I really had a good time
1: talking with Dane. I think that there's this dynamic when um, we talk to someone on an ear biscuit that's a similar age to us that's found a way to be successful on YouTube. We ha- there's a similar path because there was a many years of development before YouTube came about, where you were making videos. I mean, if you, if you track with us, it's the whole. Editing videos on two VCRs as a kid and finding a way even in the college years to make videos and find an outlet
0: still before YouTube was invented. Well, and one of the interesting phenomenons when that's your story is that you have something that you made that no one knows about unless you tell them about it. Like for him, it's demon shadow. (laughs) You know, for us, it's gutless wonders. Yeah. You you have that thing that you you began or you you made that you showed to family members that you don't want the internet to see, although Dane did say he was possibly willing to put it on the internet at some point. I'd like to see Demon Shadow.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, and he... Uh, got married uh, before the whole YouTube
0: thing happened. Not or... true. He met his wife. He met he, his wife. He met his wife, who is now his wife. But yeah, he's been. But they were a, they were a, a long time couple kind right. of thing. Yeah, so it's just it, it's just a different it's a different thing
1: than it, what you see today with YouTube. It's these kids who you know. Uh... I don't know, they don't know who they're dating next or what they're doing or what video's coming out. And it's just a different and dynamic. there's nothing
0: wrong with that. It's just, it's good to, to connect with somebody who's got sort of a similar similar background.
1: But not old. We're not old. Oh, no. No, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's not, I'm not saying that.
0: 50 is the new 30.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, the sad thing is, there's somebody who just said, whoa, right like are 50?
0: <laughs> what? It won't be too long, brother.
1: <laughs> uh, tweet at Danebo. Uh, not Danbo. I accidentally left the first E out, and it it's
0: just some other dude. I don't know who it is. It's somebody, but... Well, you know what? You should tweet at Danbo and say, "What, you, and dude, come on now. It's too close to Danebo. But not really. <laughs> <laughs> tweet at
1: Danebo, and let him know what you thought of his ear biscuit. Uh, we certainly appreciate the time that we spent together. We also appreciate you uh, reviewing... Ear Biscuits on iTunes, so uh, give it some ratings. Also, comment on SoundCloud. We appreciate all of this as a way to support Ear Biscuits.
0: And mostly, we just appreciate your ears ingesting our Ear Biscuits. That's true. So just bring your ears back uh, next week, and we'll bring the biscuits. It's a beautiful arrangement. We promise.